0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode 408 of She Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jessica Kufferman, and thank you. Someone has just told me that my microphone looks like a Tootsie Pop. Um, No, it is not a Tootsie Pop. It is my microphone. And with me, as always, the delightful (laughs) Elsie Escobar. Hello, Elsie. Hello. How are you today?
1: Oh, you know. (laughs) Cool. That is how I am. Very
0: Just great. Just cool and great. Just cool cool. and great. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) I have a platform, so I just feel like I have to say something about the war in Israel and Gaza. I just want to encourage people to read the history and the facts of how Israel and Palestine were founded and how often Hamas has threatened and or carried out terroristic attacks like just so you know like Jews in general do not hate Palestinians Islamic etc i even Jews in israel even people in the army war is never neat and clean there's always civilian deaths on both sides and it's a terrible tragedy but anyone who sees those deaths and decides that all Jews or all Palestinians need to be executed has a serious, serious racism problem. And it's completely, what's the word? Not racism. I mean, anti-Semitic, if you're feeling like Jews should all die because of what's happening in Palestine, certainly. I don't know what the word is for if you think all Palestinians should die, but that's not, none of that's true. People should be able to live in peace and happiness and harmony. All Jews don't agree with what's happening in Israel or what the you know what the government is deciding, what the army is carrying out. I'm sure Palestinians feel the same way. As Elsie said before, this like a lot of people are are letting their racism show, their anti Semitism show. And wow, is it eye opening? Wow. You can support Palestine or Israel or both or neither without saying like all these people need to die. What are you saying? Why would you say that? How can you say that? Especially if you're a bystander. You just see Israel bombing the shit out of a place. You have no idea what has happened there. Like, for example, there was a war between Israel and Gaza seven, uh, sorry, almost 10 years ago. For seven weeks, we fought against terrorists from Hamas. We didn't have fake news then. So we didn't have people trying to push false information on both sides. As a Jew, I just feel a little scared to tell people that I'm Jewish or to get in conversations about it. There's just no way of knowing all the story and all the facts. So stop saying a whole group of people should be dead. That's terrifying. Yeah, there was no fake news in 2014. There weren't people trying to get you to vote or feel one way or another way. It's scary to see how many people are for or against one group or another. Even in other world wars, this isn't a world war, but even in other world wars, like, do you expect there to be no deaths? Were, were there no deaths in Germany when the Jews were liberated? Were there no deaths in, you know, were there no deaths of United States soldiers? Certainly there are a lot of Jewish deaths. But yeah, like there are pa- places on colleges on campus that are saying like, that are calling for Jewish genocide. It's terrifying. That's part of the reason why we feel like we need to protect that country. Because the reason it was created is because no one wanted the Jewish immigrants anymore. There was nowhere else for them to go. And that's where they're from. And they've just been driven out of everywhere for 6,000 years. So we have to protect it. I found this video from Maya Bialik, and she said it really well. She was like, we are foreigners in this land as Jews because we didn't begin here. And clearly, we're constantly being shown that we're not wanted or that we're different or that we're unwelcome. And that's fine. But that's why Jews have to protect Israel. Sorry if this isn't very eloquent, but I think people think that it's happening in the Middle East and therefore it doesn't affect you. And I was that person for a couple weeks now. But I don't know, once you start rallying in airports and on college campuses about Jewish genocide, it suddenly feels very close and personal. Yeah. So that's all. I think I just would like you to please read about the history and why Israel needs to protect itself, and not so much about who's doing what to whom, because it's definitely not that black and white, as wars never are. They are never that black and white, and this is no exception. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying, because it's not our country. Like, it's not America. It's not United States. But it does feel like it is, though, because there are so many people that are, even famous people that are... (sighs) quick to hop on one side or another and it's a little shallow it's kind of insulting
1: yep i wanted to just read out some of that thing that i just shared with you Jess. just in terms of because first of all we currently as just basic human beings that we are living our lives Mm -hmm. i wonder how much studying we do on the daily as in like how often do we read history and get to know other people's history, get them to know the United States history? Like, what exactly happened in the U.S. other than when you were in high school? When's the last time we did that? Other than if you're like a total history person, right? We, we don't know that. Right. We don't know anything to any kind of level of, of expertise that we're immersed in on the daily where we could get at any point in time to really speak eloquently about it. So, you know, True. we just have we're, we're all human and we do understand that. But in terms of the Israel, Palestine, everything that's going on in terms of using and understanding vocabulary terms and what hate speech is, because this is something that I do feel is absolutely important for us to know. What is that hate speech? So, You have to know what you mean when you're using people's or not people's labels, but when you're using certain labels. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this specific post from Dame Galley so that you Mm -hmm. can see what that is. Feel free to share it with your people. I've been sharing it at least once a week since all of this started so that folks can once again reference actual terms and understand what they're saying before doing anything else. So number one, you have to be clear about the labels. So Jewish and Muslim refers to two minority groups in Europe and some other regions who experience racism. And this tends to get worse when violence in the Middle East hits news headlines, right? They're not in Europe. They're in the Middle East, but yeah. So Palestinian or Israeli are national identities. Zionism is the belief in the right of the Jewish people to self-determination. And not all people who call themselves Zionists share the same opinion about the exact territory principles, etc. at the state of Israel. Zionists and Zio should not be used as a term of abuse. Mm. Arab is a group of people whose mother tongue is Arabic. And there is a great diversity across the Arab world. Example, Jordan can't simply become Palestine just because they are Arab. Right. Islamism. They're not
0: Palestinian, you mean.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I'm reading this, I don't know how, if you want to correct me. That's fine. Islamism is an academic term with French origins that refers to a broad spectrum of political ideologies. Islamism is not a synonym for terrorism and should not be used as such.
0: Absolutely not.
1: This is really important, y'all. Do not hold Jews responsible for the decisions of the Israeli leaders or Muslims responsible for the decisions of the Palestinian leaders. Do not demand that Jews or Muslims must take a certain political position on an issue. Do not assume that all Palestinians or Israelis support the actions of their governments. Anti-Zionism is not always anti-Semitic. For example, if someone is generally anti-nationalism and believes in abolishing nation states, but it can be, for example, if criticism of Israel goes beyond that of its government policies and uses anti-Semitic tropes. Do not state that Muslims should leave Palestine because they have the whole of the rest of the Middle East. Or that Israeli Jews should go back to where they came from. Guess what? That is
0: where we came from, by the way. (laughs) There is nowhere to go.
1: Israel is not a conspiracy to take over the Middle East or the world. And Palestine is not a conspiracy to enforce a caliphate or Israel slash Europe slash the world. These are two national identities who both want to exist in the same piece of land. Israel is not Nazi Germany. Palestine is not Daesh slash ISIS. Israelis and Palestinians are human beings. Therefore, celebrating their suffering and death is not acceptable. Be sensitive towards people who are pro-Palestine and or pro-Israel at this time. They may have friends slash family involved in the situation, or Israel slash Palestine may represent something important to them, such as their own sense of struggle or oppression or a place of safety in times of persecution. Solidarity with one side or the other is not a crime. They can be pro Israel slash pro Palestine and still be pro solution. If you think that the death of any civilians is justified because of their nationality, ethnicity, or government, please unfollow me. I don't want to know you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So there you go. That's
0: from the post, but I agree. That's
1: from the post. But yes, we co signed on that.
0: that's right. I co-sign on that as well. Thank you for reading that, and we'll put a link in the show notes for that if you need it. Okay, on with the show.
1: On with the show. First of all, Hunter had homecoming. Oh my god, yeah. homecoming! I think that's I what that was. It. I think it was great. It was very nice. It's like a homeschooling community across the district, maybe or even beyond. Mm-hmm. Every homeschooler, I guess, can buy tickets to this dance. I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure like who puts it on, kind of, but it's really cool because you you do see cool. the homeschoolers come to it and it was it it's it was held in this beautiful ranch. I was like, whoa, I sent you a picture of it. Wasn't it gorgeous? Yes, I was, it was like amazingly beautiful. It was a total ranch. They had those those big bulls or cows with the, the long long horn, is that what they're called? Yeah. Long horn. That's Longhorn. That's they yeah these giant horns on top of their heads. And um, she had a great time. It was awesome. Yay. You know, with all their little friends and they went and danced and they, you know, you, you, I think they had it, it was like from six to 10 and you got a chance to dance and picked them up and came home and
0: sweet. Amazing. By Love the way,
1: it. tip, tip for everybody. And I'm going to actually, in fact, I'm going to have to remember this. So Melissa, please remind me that I need to do this and or you, Jess. And I'm using my own affiliate link, folks. I'm using my own affiliate link for this. So for what do you, because we got Hunter a phone number for this? Oh. they now have like their very first telephone telephone number. Oh, it's very my basic, God. so it's like super basic. Guess how much I'm paying a month?
0: Ten dollars. No,
1: was that right? No. How much? Five dollars. What? How is that even possible? Five dollars a month. What? Okay. So How? I've been doing some amazing research. Mind you, it is capped. So it's not like an all-you-can-eat type of number, right? And but it's five dollars a month, including taxes, Jess. That's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. So there is have a taxes. I'm gonna I'll show you where it's from. It's called from US Mobile. Mm -hmm. U.S. Mobile. So it's a U.S. Mobile plans. And this these are sort of subsidized, you know, those kind of like boost. I'm sure you've seen boost and like there's like all kinds of other Mm -hmm. little places that you can get a phone number. So U.S. Mobile does it has the the ability to use or rent, I guess, is what they do. They use the systems that are already set up by both T-Mobile and Verizon. So you get an opportunity to pick which one you want to be supporting your lines. And in doing so, they they have a line that is a $5 a month plan. And it is kind of like, obviously, if that's, that would be like a backup line, that would be a line for a child. If you need to have that, it does have like 500, uh, 500 texts and 500 minutes, which is perfect for somebody who's, you just want this as an emergency sort of number to be able to have. I've been very impressed by this because adding another line to our already existing plans on Verizon is would have been at least $20. That's without mm. the phone. You know what I mean? It would have been like there's no way to be able to keep especially with um taxes and all of that stuff that would have really just escalated to there's no way. There's no way we could have been able to do it for that cuz I I'm looked so at happy those numbers for them. I know. And it is they really, must really be cool.
0: Overjoyed.
1: Yeah. I was even more overjoyed that I found a five dollar a month plan for the kids. So I will put a link in the show notes so that you guys can use my link because if you use my link, I get a kickback. And that means that there's a possibility that I might be getting that for free. Because if it's five dollars a month, Ooh. I can very easily move you know. (laughs) True, true, true. So I was super excited that they have that option. And in the future, I might even consider changing all of our lines to U.S. Mobile because Mm -hmm. it would save us so much money. But currently, we're still paying off some of the iPhones because I had to buy one for RAN. And like, we didn't get like a what do you call it? A rebate because he'd never sent in his phone. <laughs> you know how you're uh, supposed to send your phone? So I didn't get that. And then I had bought yeah. one and I'm still paying mine off. So we're still like sort of paying off the actual phones. But the minute that we can get some of that done, we would just we would probably save, gosh, about 30 to 40 percent off of our bill every time. Damn. If we moved over. Yeah, That's it is crazy. so much more affordable it's astounding that's five dollars a month i know but who who's the provider again u.s mobile i'll i'll show you what it is i'll put it in the in our are you able to put on like where the hell are you i mean i
0: guess you don't need that because you live in the boonies but like are you able to put on like tracking devices so you can see where your kids are or stop them from using the phone between the hours of like midnight and 6 a.m or whatever
1: Uh, I think that that's probably something that you can do off of. I don't think you can do that in any phones, really. Can you? I mean, other than
0: AT&T, for example. Who do you have that you're switching to? I mean, who do you have you're switching away from? Verizon. Yeah. See, I don't know if US does, but yeah, I I had an AT&T and like with Emily, I only had a tracker and I had to cut her hours so that she would sleep. And during school, I would turn off everyone else's phone number but mine. So she could only call me and not friends or anybody else.
1: Oh, from the thing. That's, well, that, I yeah. have no idea. I have to, like, reach out to see if they have any kind of that control. Yeah, see if they
0: thing. have, like, teenager controls of any kind. Because you may want that.
1: Yeah. but my This just, kid just is not one. that person. At least not this one.
0: <laughs> not that one. <laughs> no. Yeah. The other one. But if you're on a roll, you may as well. <laughs> i mean if you're gonna be on a roll
1: yeah no i hear you so i that's yeah. a good that's a good call because i didn't do research on that because that was not the most important thing well it was really like even right yeah this time it was like i don't want hunter to be in the middle of a ranch by themselves like
0: not being able. i to, mean that's you know? smart very smart it's sad that I know that you're supposed to like control your teenagers because I had to do it, you know, maybe you won't have to do it, but it happens. What can you do?
1: What can you do? But anyway, yeah, that was good. And thus that happened. Thus, thus that happened. Thusly. Thusly. All right. So what's next? What are some other things? What about like, is everybody healthy now? Before we continue on to the podcasting thing, is everybody healthy or is there some other chaos happening that I'm unaware of in your household?
0: Everyone is healthy. Great. We are trick-or-treating tomorrow night and we're very excited. Isaac's going as Harry Potter and he has a friend going as Hermione. So that's exciting. That's amazing. That's so great. Let's see. What else? This weekend, we take him to Great Wolf Lodge for his birthday, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's an enormous indoor water park, um, which I'm even amazed that Scott agreed to go to an indoor water park because we know how he feels about swimming pools. But
1: yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. That's pretty.
0: There's a new one like 40 minutes from here. I mean, the only one I knew of for a long time was just was in the Poconos. Um, but they built one here close to us. So we're going to go to that one. It's pretty exciting stuff.
1: Wow.
0: It's going to be a busy weekend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we have to all stay healthy or I'm going to commit Harry Carey on their asses. Oh, it's my good.
1: God. Yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. And I just learned that my sister's coming to town for Thanksgiving. So that'll be fun. <gasps> oh,
1: my God. That's exciting. Are, Cal- you guys- Are you guys Are you going to do all the things at your house?
0: We're going to have to do all the things at my dad's house. Oh, okay. And you know what else? Clara, her o- her oldest daughter, has some food restrictions. I forget okay. why, and I don't want to speak for her or give away her medical anomalies, but she, I know she can't have sugar. She can have very little dairy, no rice, and no pasta.
1: Yeah, but rice and pasta are not really, unless, I, I mean, they're not part of my <clears throat> Thanksgiving.
0: No, they're not but no, they're not. But butter is for sure.
1: Yeah. Butter is your sugar.
0: Definitely. She said that we could sweeten things with honey. I've never made honey, sweet potatoes, but I guess I'll look it up. How bad could it be? You
1: know, it's like I know that when there's dietary restrictions with folks that I'm around, like I know that this is so extra, but usually I just make the one that's Extra for them, like there's Mm -hmm. the main bunch, and then there's the little one for whoever it is, right? Like that's what I did last time, and then that way there's like a tiny, it's like a tiny little plate of the ones that don't have the things, and then Mm -hmm. there's the the bigger one, right? So bigger
0: one,
1: yeah, like a big batch of like let's say those sweet potatoes that you're talking about, and then maybe they get like a little tiny sweet potato thing with no honey in it, just sweet potatoes, mashed sweet potatoes with nothing. Why is that? Like, that's not... I mean, it's fine with me. Yeah. Simple. And I'm sure, like, they're not going to look at that and go, oh, I wish I had blah, blah. Because I can tell you that if you have your own personal dietary things like i know a little boy who we're actually gonna have halloween with it's so cute because we've been going out doing halloween with them since this little boy was two so right now they're about the age of of may so probably around 10 years old now and Mm -hmm. they have always been allergic to so many things and he is so cute because whenever he goes out he knows he's like I can't have this candy. I can't have this candy. I can only have those candies, not these candies. And he's so fine with it. Like there's never a time when he's like, I wish I could have that because he knows how it hurts him. Right. He knows what his reaction is. Mm -hmm. So why would you want to have something that's going to cause you pain and harm? So he's very Mm -hmm. good at moderating and understanding his own allergic Yeah, she is scary.
0: She doesn't want to feel sick. So she's good at it too, but she, it'll just be hard, I think. What can you do?
1: Who knows? Maybe it won't be. Maybe, like I said, sometimes you just kind of, like, it's funny. I just sit there. I always go, like, oh, poor kid. He probably feels, and nope, he's super okay with it. He literally goes, like, no, I can't have that. Can I have this one though? I can have that candy, or I can't have that. It's, he to- and he asks whenever we go out to eat. He'll ask and he'll like, does this have any? Was this cooked with, you know, whatever peanuts? Because gluten, he has some serious gluten allergy, not like gluten sensitivity, but like mm. gluten allergy. <laughs> and so like, was, he was cooked at the thing. It like they they know exactly where they can go get specific. Like they can only go get French fries or whatever from like Chick fil A because at Chick fil A yeah. they cook the french fries separately from anything else so that they know that they don't have any kind of gluten in the oil and stuff like that it's like that specific wow oh my god anyway well i i hope that you guys have that that'll be amazing i'm really excited yay so
0: excited so yeah okay so i guess now we could probably start talking about podcasting stuff because i found this weird study Hmm. I found a study that says half of kids, of all kids, are listening to podcasts. And I call BS. The study was done by UTA, which is United Talent Agency. And their study called All Ears, the Booming Children and Family Podcast Market, finds that children's passion for podcasts has grown over the year, and children rather than parents are the ones who Initiate their time spent with this content type. Disagree. In fact, seven in 10 parents whose children consume podcasts regularly say their child is most likely to seek them out instead of the parents suggesting them. I mean, that I believe. This is just one example of how children's enthusiasm for podcasts has grown amid the many forms of entertainment and activities available to them. I mean, half, half, half of all children. No age group? No, they have the age group. It's like from something to 12. Like I know a lot of kids that age, and I don't know any of them that listen to podcasts. Although, to be fair, I don't go around asking them this question on a regular basis. So maybe they do, and I don't know.
1: If you think about, well, obviously, I think that this is a, a parent question, right? Mm-hmm, so the parent yeah. is the one that answered, not the kid, right? So there's that. Right, and then, that's true. Right? And um, I, I, by the way, I also am a little like, huh, really? Mm -hmm. Like I'm so I'm a little skeptical about that, too, which brings me to I started to think about the fact that during when my kids were that age, like sub 12, when I think that at the highest, it was probably when they were from three to about eight, both of Mm -hmm. them like that Mm -hmm. chunk of time. They did listen to podcasts. Yeah, I remember. But that was your idea. That's what I'm saying. They're asking parents. And part of it is that I used to put the podcast on when they took a bath. Do you remember that? I used to yes. like put them in the bath and I would put the podcast on and they would listen to that. Mm-hmm. And occasionally I would put it like they would, they were occasionally put it on when they were playing, doing other things. It was never, and once in a, there were a couple times when they asked me, I could mm-hmm. count them in, in one hand when they would go like, could you put, the podcast on and then we would put the podcast on and hunter has continued to listen to podcasts she does have her uh the podcast that makes them calm down what is it what are those called the ones that are like meditation ones no comfort comfort you know how people have comfort shows and comfort movies she has a comfort podcast yeah yeah oh yeah, that's so, nice is it yeah, like yeah, stories yeah. or It's no, no, no. It's like uh, the whole behind the scenes of Gravity Falls. Like it's a every single, every single series for Gravity Falls, the creator and the producer and like the people who wrote it or whatever. They all talk about everything that happened in every single episode. Stop it. They go behind the scenes and that's what. Yeah, that's what they listen to. You need to tell me what this podcast
0: is immediately. Because my son was so into Gravity Falls that he created himself a little adventurer notebook with inventing. He had an inventor's notebook and an adventure notebook. And he would watch Gravity Falls and write little adventures down in his notebook when he was like four or five. He loves that show.
1: Oh, my God. Hunty's obsessed with it. It's one of her comfort shows. It's like her one of her core comfort shows. And so she's very in depth with that. Right. So Mm -hmm.
0: it's an interesting show. I will send it
1: to you for sure, but they do talk a lot about, but mind you, it is a lot of, it's the stuff that, you know, somebody who really loves something specifically like getting really in the weeds of all the stuff. So it, it's calming and non, you know, the, the, the stakes are not very high. There's not like super deep like discussions about life and death. You know what I mean? It's no, I know everything. It's great. So in that respect, I can see that. But but what I was telling to you about before is obviously my whole idea around introducing my children to podcasts is so that they could have grown up and had them as something as normal to their media consumption as watching Netflix or watching a YouTube video or, you know, watching a movie. I wanted that or listening to music. But what I have, what the reality of the situation is that once they hit the tween years and or teens, Mm -hmm. they will choose what they like and what the, the youth like now Is short form video.
0: Well, that's very interesting as well. The
1: end. I mean. The end. Who wouldn't? I don't. But that's because I'm strange and that is just moi. But I'm not a fan of it. I think it's overstimulating and I don't get anything out of it. I think once in a while I'm like, oh, that was a kind of cool short form video. And I create short form video because people like it. But me, I I don't like it. I like long form YouTube videos. I like long form audio. I love audiobooks. I'm not what a I'm not a... it
0: with you, man?
1: I don't like those quick hits. Like, I'm not even getting... Who can understand something in sub three minutes, sub 30 seconds?
0: I think it's easier to learn something in under 5 minutes over and over and over again because my brain sees 11 minute video and thinks oh my god I mean even if it's short or interesting but if it says 3 minutes I'm like okay I can commit to that even if I'd rather have 23 minute videos than a 60 minute video did I even do that math right I don't even know but that's it's just intimidating it's intimidating it's like a commitment that I don't want to give I'm just saying kids probably Feel that, like if you tell, like Isaac, if he has homework, we'll ask when he gets home. How long is it going to take him? How many minutes? When can he have a break? How many minutes? Like he, you know, they they are obsessed with their little increments of time and when they can do what. So I see why they would want to learn that way, even though it's not as in depth. I guess, right?
1: As you said, I mean, I I, I agree. Know. I one hundred percent agree with all of everything that you said. Hence, You're my just not, that's just not your pref. Yes. And also think about it from this perspective, too. I do know that there are a lot of parents when they are driving somewhere will put on a podcast and have it play when the kids are in a car, particularly when they are younger. Like I said before, like sub 12, possibly eight, nine, seven, like the seven to nine year olds are probably the sweet spot where they are still listening to the things that are in the car for them. And so you as a grown up, often give up your music, your wanting to listen so that you can put the stuff for the kids on. Right. It like usurps you. But then you mm-hmm. hit that tween end of things when they have their own preferences and or have their own devices, at which time they start to listen to their own music, because that's the thing. It's like short form video and music. Right. There is no like I'm gonna put on a There's always podcast. music though. Right, that's what I'm saying. But the music yeah. is their music. Like they listen to their songs and they wanna listen to their things. So I don't know uh about this study.
0: I don't either. And why would UTA do a podcasting study? Like what's the maybe what's they're the in development.
1: They need to justify spending to develop children's programming, which I think that is something that does need to happen. There is nothing wrong with continuing to invest in solid children's programming at all, because like I said before, parents need as many tools as we can have when we have the little ones around. We need as many things as possible to give them so that they can stay not making everybody crazy all the time. Right. Yeah, I don't know if this is for the kids or if it's for the parents.
0: What, you mean the study? Right. Or you mean, yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Um, Anyway, I thought it was weird. And then the other thing I put in was Spotify's wrapped. So last year they did this cool thing where you could create a personal page for the holidays and recommend whatever you want, whether it's your episodes, I think other people's episodes as well. Mm Mm-hmm. It says, for many fans, your show page is where their listening journey begins. Make a great first impression with our latest features. And then you add your recommendations. You link your social. So they have some new tools for podcasters, which I think is neat. And then also, I mean, I don't know if you if you are a Spotify user, you know about Wrapped because anytime you logged in between like November and December last year, it was crazy how they were like, hey, here's all the best things that you like this year. Mine's always a mess because I share with Isaac, but... Um, anyway, I thought it was neat, so I'm gonna put the link in the show notes for you guys to see that. And now I think we're on to the tool tech, the techie tool tutu.
1: Elsie's tool tips. So the, there are a couple of tools that I want to share. One of them I have, and I haven't tested yet, but I want to very soon because it is such a wonderful thing. So I have Ooh. it. So the first one is the Shore MBX2U. It's a compact USB interface for Mm -hmm. XLR microphones. So let me break that down for those of you who don't really know exactly what that is. A lot of microphones that, uh, especially the fancier microphones, have something called an XLR component in the back of it. And it's that whenever it's like a super thick cord and it's got those little prongs in it that you have to stick to the back of the mic. And usually the other end of it has to go into a like an interface, some kind of audio interface. Like I use a Rodecaster Pro. For those of you who might be watching me and have watched me do videos in the past, it's usually in the background. Um, Jessica has the, uh, I think you have the Focusrite 2i2, um, where you put your thing in there. And that is the middle portion of that U.S the interface needs to then go into your computer. So it's like a a daisy chain of stuff. You cannot plug in a kind of a fancier microphone or an XLR only microphone into the computer. You cannot do that. You need a USB interface to do that because then the interface brings it back. But what the Shure MVX2U does is it's this tiny little interface. It's like a little, it's just a little connector. I'm going to show it to you all who are uh, watching us in the video. And it's just a little box. It's uh, it's a little audio and it's pretty small. It's like super, it's like about a couple of inches. I believe it. This is about as big as it is. It's like two inches long. And mm. What it is, is you stick this little knob. It's kind of like the size of a lipstick tube. Mm-hmm. Um, you put that little lipstick lipstick tube into the back of the XLR interface of the microphone or the, mm-hmm. the cord. And then mm-hmm. that, you stick the whatever USB into the computer. So you don't need to have a Rodecaster Pro. You don't need to have wow. a Wow right. 2i2, you can actually put this in your bag, right? You could put this little guy in your bag, travel with it and take your existing microphone. And now you can have a USB microphone with any microphone. It doesn't have to be a USB microphone. So it is a fantastic addition, I think, to any toolkit that podcasters can have. I love it. I think it's so smart and so portable. So now you can Do like you don't have to have more than one microphone. You don't even have to buy a USB microphone. If you're traveling, you could use your existing mic if it's only XLR and get this little MBX2U thingy-majigger to put it in between. I cannot remember how much this was, though. I have to look. It's $129. It's not particularly inexpensive. (laughs) but it is something that is small and portable. And if this is something that you need to have in your tool belt, it is just so amazing because it's so teeny tiny. You literally just put it into the back of your microphone and boom, you have a USB mic. It's sweet. Awesome. It's very clever. It's very clever. Super smart. So anyway, there's that. Then my Amazing. other thing that I just saw right mm-hmm. before we started, Jess. Oh, really? oh my god. Oh my god. <clears throat> okay. Listen, I am the person that falls for anything that's a different color. Cause first of all, remember our conversation that we had, Jess, about me wanting the microphone in flesh color and how horrible that. Turned out for our recording because you were like, Elsie, really flesh-colored mics. Okay, listen. We were talking about wanting things that are not black because that's the point. Look, I have a black microphone. Everything everything else is gray. It's either mm. black or gray. Every audio interface is black. Every Everything around is just so boring. Boy. Boy, yeah. But... Uh. Oh my God, Rode, Rode, which is, you know, one of my most favorite uh, companies that creates audio gear. Like I said, I use the Rodecaster Pro as my audio interface. They are releasing the Rode white collection. So that means- Is it amazing? It is so cute. Come on, Jess, click the link. Look at the cuteness of the little white- box. It's, it's like everything. If I, I mean, it makes my like, I'm thinking, can you imagine having all the white accessories everywhere? It would look so cute.
0: Just oh, having, that is amazing.
1: Isn't it so cute? I do telling I want you, that. I don't even need it. That's what I'm saying. Just because it changed color. Like I want to have a little white box with the pretty colors and have my you know, it makes me feel like super girly about having all my tech. And whoa, what was that? It was a sigh. Oh, my God. It was. No, no, no. It was like, oh, I was like, I'm really sad. But um, but think about it. We bought I think you did you buy the white Sony camera as well or you couldn't find the white one?
0: No, I got a black one. I could not okay. find the white to save exactly. my own life.
1: But this is what I'm saying. It's like I literally pulled the plug on, not pulled the trigger on that um, Sony camera because they had a white option. And I was like, I'm going to get the white. And so anything that you release that's white and or just Mm -hmm. plain old not black because so boring. I'm in. I'm in. And so the Rodecaster folks uh, or the road company, I'll put a link in the show notes when they release this because they literally released it the day before Halloween and they are marketing it like with a little white ghost. <laughs> so, but I'm just like, oh my God, I love it. It's so cute and white. I want to have a white thing. It's so a nice. white thing? A white thing, it's a roadcaster duo. I think that's what it is.
0: I think pretty.
1: hold on. White, white. I'm gonna put that in there. It's they have to have some kind of something. I don't think that they have it. I, I don't think they've even released it. What is it called? White the road white collection. I have to Google that. Yeah. Yeah. Road white collection. So you have to Google that. Anyway, that is uh, all we have for today is from what I can yeah. see. It's pretty low stuff today. And I mean, it
0: was kind of a struggle to even find news. Like, I guess. Well, there's not that much yeah. News oh, thing. my God. Jess. Yes. The dust. I have t-shirt. to share
1: this whole entire thing.
0: Oh, Let my God. I imagine
1: the dust is what it's saying. They have mm. an entire white bundle collection.
0: Wow. A whole white studio yeah isn't it so cute again why do i want this
1: but i do i really really do it's very cool i love that um the road uh what do you call this thing again mike uh stand um, um yeah tri- tripod no no what no that oh, that? arm studio arm. arm studio arm yeah studio arm mm-hmm. the white studio arm i just come on now with the little roadcaster duo in white, I love the whole vibe. It's got totally. it just looks so cool. It is so cute. Totally,
0: totally, totally. I it is really cute. I don't need this. I don't have the money for it.
1: And yet No. Nobody does. I mean, who who would wanna I mean, I've got everything I need, like right in front of me right now. I <laughs> I, I need nothing. I need zero. But I want all the white stuff because it's so cute. It's so clean and pretty. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's so clean and pretty. It looks nice. If I had the perfect and the most amount of money ever, I would probably go all white because how cute. Yeah. Have you seen all my stuff when I put the lights on? It's like, whoa, I'm looking pretty fancy. But um, what I would do is I would get a microphone with my favorite colors. Like I'd have to design and see the type of, microphone that i would want even though i really love my Heil with the like the gold vibe of my hile i love mm-hmm. the way that looks it's just so I like clean that too.
0: my hile no my road is gold no my hile do is you
1: gold. have a road gold a gold road a gold road? i have a gold
0: mic i can't remember if, maybe it's hile i thought it was road. it is a
1: hile because we got the same one
0: that's right i do have a road one too but it's black
1: yeah i think that they haven't really released too many color changes but now sure you can buy um the shirt this the one that i have here you can buy and you can buy the color changes every part like yeah. the body the thing the top custom part colors. i just don't you can have total custom colors it could be all white or indoor could be like gold golden i don't know i want sparkles like i just i think it would be rad also the headphones hello with the headphones white headphones i love it i think i want those Pink was pretty fun. If we have to go with what
0: we had before, I would say, go yeah, those for pink
1: it. Ones, that you should they're get.
0: Still, they're cool looking. They're, and they'll probably make you look very fancy.
1: With the white and it won't be so like black and shiz. I just wish that the top part was also white, but uh, I just really, no. you can't win them all though, right? You can't win it all. You can't win them all. You are correct. But <sighs>
0: As much as we'd anywho. like to, we can't.
1: Oh, it looks so nice though. Love it. Uh, and pretty. I hope it's comfy in my head On
0: your head or in your head
1: On my head, sorry But these are so comfy though These are light and comfy And I just, I love, I love these I think that these are nice But mm. but they are just plain old black If they were, if they had a little bit Of a vibe, a change I would get these Anyway, I think that we are done for today
0: Hooray I mean, <laughs> that's sad hey. That is sad. Why is that I mean, hooray. That is it for episode 408. Perhaps not our best episode, but perhaps not our worst. But either way, uh, you can find all the links from today's conversation in our show notes at ShePodcast.com. You can also, (laughs) the podcast in a (laughs) nutshell. (laughs) So true. Um, You can also find us on social at ShePodcast on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, and Instagram. Also, guess what? You can now buy tickets to our event in Orlando. If you go to shepodcast.com slash forward slash SPL, check out the event. It's happening in January. It's not expensive. We'd love to see you. There's all the information on the SPL. So we'll put that link in the show notes as well. Hope to see you in January in Orlando. And we'll talk more about the event in an upcoming episode. But um, this has been a delight. Love you. Nina. Bustle, <laughs> bustle,